It sure is a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Good to see everybody that's here. Glad to have all our visitors with us tonight. Just, uh, uh, it's just such a blessing to come to the house of the Lord. And then when you have visitors, that's an extra blessing on top of it. And we thank God for you. Glad you come this way tonight. And uh, we appreciate God blessing us and giving us the opportunity to come together and worship. Have a scripture in the 18th Psalm that I'd like to read, uh, starting at verse 16. And the psalmist said, He sent from above, he took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me. For they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity. But the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. Isn't that wonderful? He delivered me because he delighted in me. Wasn't it I deserved it? It's just he loved me that much. Let's all stand for just a moment. We'll open with a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for letting us be in your house tonight. Thank you for letting us come to worship. And God, help us tonight that we just have a sweet spiritual time of worship. God, we just ask you to help us and bless us, each one that's here. Thank you for our visitors, Lord. We ask you to just bless this service. Help us to follow you and get ourselves out of the way. And just be obedient to your will, Lord. We ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn service over to the choir. Brother Taylor.
good to be here. Ask everybody to stand, if you would. I know Dad's already said it, but appreciate our visitors. Got some folks here, maybe the first time, and uh, good crowd. Appreciate everybody for coming out tonight. And, uh, I desire your prayers. We wonder at this time who has an unspoken request before we pray. Lots of hands, so let's remember all those. It's not hard for the Lord to see and understand and know the need each and every hand that's raised. So we've got a capable God. So anybody have any spoken requests before we pray? Glorious Apple, remember her. Dallas and Sandra Gooden, remember them. I saw a report, the last report I saw on Holly Douglas looked like she was doing a little better. So let's continue to remember her. She's very, very sick. One else. Joyce Mason, yeah, let's remember her and Arnie. Appreciate that. Good to, glad you're able to be here and continue to pray for Steve. Anyone else before we pray? Remember that. Remember Neil, he's having surgery tomorrow. His dad's having surgery. That's a great report. Um, just the fact that he's been trying to pray, uh, boy, is a huge step and certainly uh, should give us all a burden for him. So let's really pray for Thank you for sharing that. Someone else? children. Brenda Harkins, who is a member at New Haven, been here and sang many times and just a wonderful spiritual lady. 
if I understand it right, she's scheduled to have open heart surgery. Uh, she's on blood thinner, so they've got to wait a few days for that to clear her system. So, uh, but let's please remember Sister Brenda. She's she's one of my heroes. So let's let's lift her up. Anyone else before we pray? Brother Carl to lead us in prayer. Continue to pray. I've got a couple of scriptures that came on my mind, and so I, if the Lord will let me, I want to share them. Um, it, everybody, I guess, knows, or most people do, about a year and a half ago, I had a heart attack. And after the heart attack, they did a heart cath, and, and my doctor said, Well, you need to go to cardiac rehab, cardio rehab. So they signed me up. St. Rita's has got a program, and, and I started going to that. Three days a week, I'd get up early and go to that. And they that program, it was a good program. Is Mostly I was on a treadmill, but there were other people in there and somebody kind of keeping an eye on it and taking our blood pressure and those sorts of things. But after we would, every day after we'd be in there and we'd exercise, they would have another class as an education to teach us how to cope with things and how to eat better and one of the classes they had was about managing stress and I didn't need that one at all but I thought it was pretty interesting um, I don't know about anybody else but I mean stress is a big part of my life I, I laugh about it all the time I sit on the phone for eight nine hours a day and eat stress and you know I've done that for 30 years why in the world would I have a heart attack um, but 
this class was interesting because they had a fellow come in and what he talked about the one day was how to take your mind someplace else when you're very stressed and how that you can relieve some of that stress by what you do with your mind. And I found it kind of interesting. One of the exercises he did was take your mind and go someplace that you really enjoyed, that was very relaxing, that there was no stress, was a fun time. And he took us through this and, you know, he talked very calmly. And, you know, my mind went back to I was a kid and playing wiffle ball in the backyard on one of the exercises. And I, I thought that was pretty neat. And I did find it relaxing. And I've tried to use that a little bit. Uh, I was reading this week and I thought, wow, I wonder if that's what this scripture might have been about in some form or fashion. So let's look at the 23rd Psalms. Very common. Everybody probably in here uh, can quote this. I just want to read the first maybe three verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. I had never considered before that when David wrote this, that he was actually visualizing a specific place that he had been and was going back to that time and was making a spiritual reference back to that very specific place where there was some still waters and a green pasture. And as he was there on the hills of Bethlehem and he was a shepherd of that flock of sheep, he came right by this place. And, and I think he tried to be a good shepherd to those sheep, but he knew the good shepherd. And I thought, how neat this is that David was really telling us more important to think about godly things even than it is to think about, you know, a nice relaxing place where you maybe played and enjoyed, you know, as a kid. Now, if I thought about my cousin Neil, see, I would have been thinking about a time when he was always getting me in trouble as a kid, and that wouldn't have been a good thought. But uh, another place in Psalms that, that David wrote over in the 37th Psalms, and this is verse 3 and 4, and he's explaining here, I think, what he did back over in the 23rd Psalms. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. So what we do with our mind is important. It's important naturally. It's not good to have so much stress that it destroys you. But... If we will, I think it's in Philippians, it says, uh, have a mind in you like the mind of Christ. If we will meditate and turn our thoughts towards the Lord, there's comfort and peace there beyond any exercise that they can teach you in the cardio rehab program. That's a good program, but there's a lot more if we'll focus on God. And so many times... I just tell on myself, I get so busy and so wrapped up in what's going on on this file and what's this client need and, you know, what's going on here and that I don't take time to just think about the goodness of the Lord. So thank you for your attention. We wonder who has a song.
pray for them while they come.
Once again, we haven't practiced, but uh, I really feel like singing this song. I don't know what I would do without the Lord. I really don't. And uh, so just pray for us while we try to sing this song. Oh, joy. 
good song, good testimony. Somebody else. Anybody? Come on. It sure is good to be here. Boy, I feel the Lord and I appreciate feeling him and all that I've heard and felt and appreciate the choir singing. I, boy, I appreciate everything that Blaine has shared with us and uh, the songs that were sung, special songs and the testimonies of people and and it's just amazing. Uh, I've been in some of those same spots, and just recently, uh, things just flustering and like my mind obsessed with it. And I just, uh, Lord, help me to get this off my mind. And uh, uh, somebody said recently, said, uh, if, uh, if a pastor ever tells you that he never does have any troubles or problems, says, you better be careful of him, he's lying to you. <laughs> I'd say amen to that. And, uh, but uh, all these things just related so much to some experiences I've just been having myself. And I, again, uh, just like others have said, when I got serious and called on God, God helped me deal with that. And I just praise God. And so what a great service we're having tonight. And I uh, wonder if some, anybody else feels like uh, singing or testifying. If you've got a testimony on your heart or a song on your heart, you're welcome to share that. Anybody? Amen. 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 That's good, Sister Mark. Thank you. Somebody else? Got a song, testimony? We'll, turn, we'll talk to these preachers here in a minute, but if you've got a scripture you want to read, you're welcome to do that too. You don't have to be a preacher to read scripture. Anybody? Well, I'm telling you, it's just such a special place to be tonight. All right. Uh, any of you preachers got something? i just open it up to all of you. Just feel free to come on. And I say it over and over again, whoever, if God's laid something on your name. Now, if God just impressed me to call on one right off the bat, I, I do that and sometimes do that. But uh, sometimes I just feel like saying, well, you preachers got something on your heart, come on. And I often say this too, uh, if more than one feels like preaching, that's all right with me. Uh, just as long as we follow the Lord, I, uh, you know, our pattern's able to change a little bit or a whole lot uh, if that's the way the Lord's leading. So just come ahead and follow the Lord. One of you's got something? Just come ahead. Any of you? Anybody? 
pray for Andrew. Church, really pray for him. Give him a young, divided attention. And uh, when God speaks to somebody, obey the Lord. And I believe that's going to happen. Appreciate you. <clears throat> I felt like Blaine there, man. I was about to have a panic attack. And, uh, talked to my daughter this week, and she's having some troubles at school. And I told her, I said, just pray about it, and it'll help you out. I need to take some of my own advice. God's called me to do a job, and I need to do it to the best of my ability. And uh, you pray for me. I might not be up here long, but. I'm thankful to be here tonight. I don't think I've been this nervous to get up in a while. If you would turn to First Kings in uh, chapter nine. Give you a little backstory on this. Uh, Ahab and uh, Jezebel had been worshiping the wrong god, and Elijah came through and um, did a miracle, and uh, he slayed their prophets. And uh, I'm thankful that there's been times when God's come through, and I've been worshiping their own god. He slayed all my enemies. He said, "Come back to me." But this is where we're starting at. This is uh, chapter 19. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. And with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword, then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. She wanted to kill him. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Bathsheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat under a juniper tree and requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I'm not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, there an angel touched him. And he said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals, and a crucifixion on his head. And he did eat and drink, and laid him down again. And the angel came again the second time, and touched him, and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink. And went in the strength of that meal forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. I want to skip over to uh, verse 12 here. It says, After the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, what doest thou hear, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous 
for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, slain thy prophets with the sword, and I even, I only, am left. He thought he was the only one. And they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of uh, Nimshi, shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elijah, the son of Saphat, or Abel, um, whatever that name is, <laughs> shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that him that escaped the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay. And him that escaped from the sword of Jehu shall Elijah slay. Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which hath not kissed him. Boy, I'm thankful that there's been a time in my life where I've got caught up in the world, and I said, Lord, I'm saved. Just take me home. I won't be here no more. Lord, if you just take me today, I'm just worried about Andrew. But thank God he sent an angel to touch me. I got people to fight for. I got stuff to do while I'm here. Thank God he sent somebody to minister to me. And there was 7,000 more to help me. If you come to the altar, you're not alone. Do we come to church to worship? Or we just come here to hang out? It's time that we get a lot like Elijah. It's okay to get down, but it's even better to get back up. Don't spend your time on the floor. It's time to look up and get where God wants you. He sent them men down there that if one didn't slay him, the next one did. He's got people in your court. We're here to help you. Don't give it away. Don't come here, waste your time. Come here and worship. The covenant up there says, up at the top up here, we'll get this real quick. It says, uh, if I can find it, contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry. That doesn't mean money. It means to come here and participate. Participate, be part of the service, because we need you. There's little ones that are here that need you. There's older ones that have come here for a long time that need you here. It's great to be able to watch on the service. You can't be here, that's great. But if you can physically be here, it's time to show up and show out. God wants you here so that you can participate and help your people. It's high time that we help our people get saved. I've got a little one that's starting to deal with it. And if her daddy can't help her, then who else can? If you can't help your kids, you need to find a spot that you can. I'm thankful to be here tonight. And I'm thankful that God's called me to do something to help my people. What's he called you to do? I'm going to turn it back over to Terry. Watch that's good preaching.
uh, gospel preaching. Come get us a song ready. And uh, church, let's stand up. Think about what we just heard preached. Boy, that's powerful. And I remember as a young man, I was reading through that scripture. And after Elijah had uh, had all the victory over the prophets of Baal, and then when Jezebel told him she was going to take his life, and he took off running, scared for his life. And I thought, how silly can that man be? After God's helped him all, he's helped him and done those great miracles for him and uh, brought him out of trouble. Then he runs from that wicked woman. God chastised me. He spoke to me and said, and how much better have you done? And I started looking back over my life where God had blessed me. Not long after he'd blessed me, I turned my back and failed him. And God said, you need to take it and make it personal. We, what we've heard preached tonight, we need to take it and make it personal. And what we do, we need to be personal for the Lord. While we're saying, I suspect somebody needs to come and pray. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Trust God good enough to obey God. Trust God good enough to follow Him. Trust God good enough if you're down in a low valley. Trust God good enough to let Him help you up on the mountain. That's what He preached tonight. Amen. I appreciate that message. Praise God for it. If you're lost, you need to get saved. If you're saved, you need to be on fire for God. Are you? Good message. We need to take inventory. We need to take inventory. Where are we tonight? We say, God, where am I? God, what do I need to do? God, lead me. Help me. Use me. Am I willing? God's able to use us. Are we willing? Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. If God's called, if you need to come and pray, don't be ashamed of the altar. Way I like to look at it, if God's wanting you to come to the altar, well, be ashamed not to come. After all God's done for me, I'll be ashamed not to do something for Him. Obey the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, son. Come on, son. Need to pray? Pray for this young man. Help him, Lord.
uh, Scott coming. That's his first time tonight here. His friend, Brother Terry, it's his first time. And uh, we appreciate these young men being here. And I'll just take a moment and share this, unless you want to, Brother Terry. Okay. Uh, when I come in, I, I met Brother Terry, and, and I'd heard this story before, but I, I didn't hadn't met Terry, didn't know the, didn't know who it was about. Uh, Trey had told me about being in one of the Mexican restaurants down in the Williamsburg, Jellico area, and he said he's visiting somebody, and he's talking about Athens Church and talking about the Duncans and and uh, talking about just uh, people already knew and loved. And, and there, so there was a fellow next table over, come up, come over to him. He said, you're talking about all my friends. And that was Brother Terry. Trey said, yeah. And he said, yeah, you're talking about Athens and, and the Duncans and different ones. And so they got together and got acquainted and, and uh, become friends. And Trey told me, he said, he said, Papa, he said, hey, God had to work that out for us to be that close together and hear those conversations and get together. And, and so, and I think Terry told me he was married in Athens Church. And so, anyway, they became good friends. Terry works for the railroad, so, so does Scott. And so, the railroad brought him up this way, working. And he said, I remember Trey told me his grandpa pastors a church in Lima. I'm going to look it up and see where it's at. And I'm going to go to it. And I brought my friend with me. Now, how precious is that? I mean, that's just, that's just a sweet story. And so we appreciate uh, Scott's move and appreciate him and Terry being here. That's such a blessing. And, uh, okay, anybody else got something on your heart, uh, something to say or do, just follow the Lord. Good to be here tonight. Okay, let me remind you this, just to announce this. Uh, on Saturday, it's coming up at uh, 2 o'clock at Sulphur Springs Baptist Church uh, down close to Williamsburg. That's where Tab Hunter's the pastor. Uh, there's going to be an ordination service. That's where Stone Hunter's a member. And so Stone's been called the pastor Ryan's Creek Baptist Church. And so they sent a letter to Sulphur Springs that said, we'd like for you to ordain uh, Stone because we've called him for pastor. So that's when his... That's when his service is set up. They'd like the ordained men to be there at uh, 1.30. Service will start at 2 o'clock. And so really, really pray for that service. I'd really appreciate everybody's prayers, and I know they would. And uh, so just keep that in your mind. And uh, uh, I'll be being down there Saturday. And, uh, I may not be back uh, Sunday. And I've asked uh, Andrew and Cooper if they'd take care of services as far as the preaching part. And so remember them. Anything else before we come to a close? Sure, good to be here. Got a great crowd, good service, good spirit. I appreciate the message and the songs and the testimonies and the opening up. It's just, man, it's been good all the way through. All the way.